Welcome to the Inner Revolution Show, where we take a journey within to uncover the inner resources deep within our soul to transform physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It is through this higher sense of knowing we are able to design and live our lives with purpose, compassion, and for the collective consciousness. Are you ready to start your own inner revolution? Come with me. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Inner Revolution Show. Welcome back to Season 3. My name is Dr. Renee. For those of you who are new to connecting with us, I say thank you for joining us. And for those who have been following our seasons now for several, several years, I want to go ahead and say thank you and that we are truly blessed to be in over, I believe the last count that I looked was 21 countries. I'm still waiting on someone to go ahead and find someone in Antarctica. So we did get Iceland as I had wished last season. I'm really excited about that since we're going to be hosting a retreat there next year. But again, go ahead and pass out the link of the show to anyone you know abroad. We love having international listeners as well. If you're new to the show, The Inner Revolution is all about going within your own inner landscape, finding those aspects that you wish to sort of transform, change, improve, and any way that you want to do that possible, this show is for you. We're going to have a variety of different types of guests here in Season 3, but we're mostly going to be talking about how to transform our energy from within to make the exterior world so much better to live in. And today's guest is no different. I'm really excited about this one. I've been following him for a while on Instagram. I think I might have been stalking him before he actually knew that I was following him, but that's a whole other story. And uh, we call him Ranky Joe. And Joe Tubolino is a magnificent person. He is a married father of three, a former corporate employee who turned energy healer following an abrupt energetic shift. I'm sure he's going to tell us all about that today. Some may call it his awakening. And Joe is attuned to Reiki master teacher. He does intuitive readings, spiritual consulting, energy coaching, and flow management. And overall, he's just a kick-ass cool dude. And I think you're going to really like hearing his story and what he has to share with us today. So let me go ahead and get Joe on the line here, and we'll go ahead and get started. Hey, Joe, how are you? Awesome. How are you doing today, Dr. Renee? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And I'm so excited. I know it's been a long time in the making to get you here on the Inner Revolution show. So thank you um, for oh, being thank here you. with me today. I'm, I'm so excited. And like your intro got me so pumped up about <laughs> everything you're doing and how you're doing it. And it's beautiful. I'm blessed. Yeah, thank I, you. Oh, we're, we're blessed to have you. And I see all the time that we're all doing the same kind of work. It's amazing to yes. me how competitive some people are out there in the world when in actuality, we're all working toward the collective consciousness to improve things here on the planet. We all just do it in our own little unique way. And I think if we all kind of collaborate and communicate and really kind of, you know, really get together and integrate, um, how beautiful this world would be. So thank you again for, you know, agreeing to be here. And for those of um, my followers who may be not familiar with you, I don't know how they wouldn't be able to, because I know a lot of our followers we have in common, but can you go ahead and, and tell us a little bit more about yourself, how you really found yourself getting into this line of work and maybe, you know, about when your awakening sort of, sort of came about? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, I'm not really big on talking about myself or my story. However, I do like to use it to right. help relate and connect to people. 
but uh, the energy found me, the Reiki found me, as it does really, I think, everybody else. Uh, yeah, I'm a Reiki master teacher, but it's the Reiki that is the master teacher. I'm just Joe is what I like to say. <laughs> but um, just a regular dude, uh, father, husband. I was working the corporate thing, going through life, and uh, kind of got away from myself as I look back on my journey about really who I was, my purpose, my passion, feeling this experience that it is, and um, I kind of just started connecting in with myself slowly but surely, and then I had this awakening take place on a little family camping trip a couple of years ago, and with it, it brought me this energy that I had no idea what it was, um, mm-hmm. and it was like fire and water I was able to use with my hands and work with my kids. Move energy, essentially. I had no idea yeah. what it was. Um, I went back to work. I was Googling uh, energy, mountains, light, all these things things that I experienced. And I came across Reiki. And one of my coworkers was, was like, hey, my friend's a Reiki master right there at the office where we worked. I worked uh, for an insurance carrier as a fraud investigator. And so mm-hmm. I was like, we, we need to meet with this person right away. So we went over there and She's like, you have Reiki. I'm like, what the heck is this? I, I was like floating around yeah. idea at work and just connecting in with people. And it was beautiful, everything. It was all love. And all I wanted to do was help people and go deep into these awesome conversations. And every interaction, like, mattered so much. <laughs> and all this right. great stuff would, would come out of it. And I was just enamored with it. Uh, so I couldn't control it more or less, is how I kind of look back at it. I wanted to turn it off because Mm. I was activated. I was, boom, this person, happy, blissful, uh, in love with everything and everybody, but I was still, you know, Joe, this guy, I had a job, I had to be a dad and a husband and all these things. So I I found a Reiki school nearby and I got attuned to work with the energy to kind of manage it more or less. And, um, it kind of went from there. Then before you know it, I had left my job and started my own healing business. And it's just been this crazy, amazing ride ever since. And uh, I love it because I didn't know we have access to all beautifulness. And uh, right. I want to share it with others. And I want to experience that and see how this world really opens up. It's, it's amazing. I, I don't know. I kind of got crazy there, but... You can help guide me along this. <laughs> no, no, it's always so wonderful to hear people, you know, sort of describe their awakening because everyone's awakening is different, right, and unique to them and the way that the energy finds you. And, and I always, I even shared my story, you know, has how I sort of got started. You know, I first came into contact with, with the angels. I was like, oh, my God, am I dreaming, right? Like, you're, you're kind of yes. like, this is not really happening, right? And people are going to think I'm crazy. I'm a psychologist. People are going to go, what is going on with you? And right. I love I love hearing the stories because, again, anything that heals people, transforms people, elevates people, helps them evolve. I mean, I don't know how anyone could just get angry or upset at that. So this is so beautiful. And I love that you said something about the idea of not being able to really kind of contain it at first and want to shut it off. Um, many of the the people who've been on the show have said the same thing as well as myself. You know, I said that I 
ran from my gifts for so long and they kept catching up with me and kept catching up Uh with me in my life. And I was like, Oh, you know, go away, go away, go away. And they wouldn't let me go. And then I remember just surrendering to them and saying, what are you asking of me? You know, what are you asking of me? I'm here to serve now. And that's what I did. But, you know, I said, I found my gift and my greatest fear. And it sounds like, you know, you weren't necessarily fearful of it, but in a way, just not knowing what to do with it. I think, um, Someone asked me recently, they said, you know, what ethical, you know, reason is there or what ethical practice is there for us as empaths and and Reiki healers and gifted people? You know, how do we know what's ours, what isn't ours and what do we do with? So how did you come to that space with your energy of recognizing what you were to use and what you were to use to heal versus maybe what you weren't supposed to be working with, if that makes sense? Yeah, well, uh, like you said, you just want it. This is this amazing thing. It was like I won the lottery and I had nothing to show yeah. for it. I was just like, wow, this is it. I the life is this is it. And I was up, you know, we were up in the mountains um, and just coming down the hill. One of my daughter's commented, she's like, Dad, Daddy, I feel like I'm living in a dream. And I just smiled. And I'm like, this is it. This is. And yeah. um, I had to kind of learn the hard way. Uh, because when you go through an awakening or an energetic shift, uh, your, your vibration is just through the roof. And those around you may not understand that. Uh, they, they definitely feel it, and it does cause a bit of a frustration, if you will, on deep levels that they don't even understand. Um, so I learned pretty quickly, because I was so open, everything was just blasted open. Like, all everything I thought I was... Uh, all these patterns I had uh, developed over my the course of my life were just like thrown out the window, just shed it. Me. So it's like I was yeah. reestablishing these new patterns within, within myself and this experience about who I am, albeit the same person, just it wasn't personal anymore. It was like it wasn't about me. It was about us. It was about this collective thing. And um, not everybody is ready for that. And I, I learned that, you know, pretty quickly with family um, you know, it's like, oh, what, what happened to him? Are you okay? So, like, people would call me. I, I left my job pretty abruptly. Um, I packed up my desk the Friday before my attunements. I, out of the blue, I was just like, and I told my coworker, I'm like, I packed my desk. I have no idea why. Um, but she was mm-hmm. like, I know why. And sure enough, that was my last day at the office after almost 20 years um, wow. in salary, pension, all these things. Uh, because I was on this path, and it, it literally, that was an act of surrendering. Um, but at the same time, like I'm getting getting back to the energy and feeling it, uh, what's mine, what's not mine. I mean, when you're in tune to anything and everything, you have to learn to protect your energy. You can't just yeah. give it away, and you can't just take on people's as much as we want to help others. And you see the suffering everywhere, which is really a difficult thing even with those very close to you, family, friends, and you want to help them. But if you're, if you kind of go there, some people aren't ready for that and that's okay. You have to back off and just give them love and allow, allow, allow everything to really take place. Um, So it it was, it was quite an eye opener. Luckily as it works with us, teachers came along this journey and showed me how to protect my energy how to work with crystals, how to ground, how to do all these things that I wasn't doing. I didn't even know what it was. Uh, you know, I was just like, I'm just supposed to love 
love, love, and take and take on all this stuff and move this and move that. And you quickly learn you can't do that or you will burn out. So you start yeah. learning some techniques, and especially as empaths. Uh, so many of us are out there without protection. And we wonder why we're feeling down at the end of the day. Uh, and it's just, it's, it's all a good intention, which is love to help. But at the same time, we need to uh, clear that energy because it's ours. It's not ours. Um, and that keeps us vital, if, if you will, and keeps us flowing, keeps the energy moving. Because stagnant and uh, negative energies will uh, build up if you're not moving them reg- regularly, no matter who you are, and, and that can create a state for disease, as we know, um, which will manifest on physical levels and emotional, obviously, as well, too. So um, that's a, kind of a tough question, um, but I think it's different for everybody because how I work with the energy is a lot different than perhaps how you do with what you do. Um, mm-hmm. And because we, I mean, we purely all are different energetic beings, uh, bodies, if you will. So, yeah. and we all have different amazing abilities and purposes for this life. And right. um, it's so, it's so awesome. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I and I was wondering, no, absolutely. It's beautiful. And, and so do you have any recommendations for our fellow empaths and people who are out there doing this type of work? You know, what would be your number one recommendation in, in helping them how to really protect that energy um, so that they aren't finding themselves drained. It's mm-hmm. very similar in, in how we protect our energy. We need to put it ourselves first, take care of that energy so we can help the energy around us. And everything will be based on that. So, uh, it, it, And it's different for everybody. For me, let's say it might be hiking on the mountain, connecting with nature uh, so many times a week, or it might be for somebody it could be taking a salt bath every evening with Epsom salts mm-hmm. and uh, meditation is huge. I encourage everybody to take a few minutes each day just to connect in. It doesn't have to be glorious. It doesn't have to be this beautiful practice with music and incense and la, 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 la. You can do it anywhere. <laughs> you can do it at right. work. You can do it in your car. Give yourself that time. And that's going to allow you to check in and feel what's going on and, 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 and see it allow it to pass, give it the energy, which is love, to help lift it, light it, and let it go. So uh, you'll, you, the better that relationship is with self, the better you will recognize what is yours and what is not. And when you're working with people, you don't want it. You don't want what they got. And it's right. not to knock those folks, but, like, yours is yours, mine is mine. I'll help you clear that. Absolutely. But I'm not taking it. I take negative as a practitioner, and I shove it right to the earth that sounds kind of crazy like shoving it that sounds kind of brutal too but like i take it i take it down i take it into the earth i tell it to go to where it is to be served uh, for the highest good not within this body of who i'm working with and then we backfill it in with positive loving energy which is intention right and that's another thing you use mm-hmm. intention so when you're going into a session or you're interacting with somebody you can set an intention to protect yourself with an energetic bubble if you wish or you can imagine roots coming in from the ground, wrapping up to your waist, uh, grounding mm-hmm. you and protecting you. How, whatever works for you out there, uh, find something that works. Something resonates with you. That is alignment, and that's something you should consider in a practice because it, it'll work, it'll feel good, and it'll keep your energy up. And also, as I'm rambling and going on about this energy thing, 
channeling <laughs> the energy through source, not through self. So, mm. uh, you know, as a practitioner, I'm not channeling energy from my body into yours. I'm channeling it from source. So whether we're sitting here talking even distantly, that I'm not getting depleted. I'm just I'm just basically the conduit, right? The facilitator of that that energetic exchange. And um, right. since keeping myself out of it allows spirit energy to do what it is to do, which is amazing things for that person. It knows. I don't know. That would be ego. If I said I know what's going on with you, I don't. I can right. translate the energy and let you know what it's telling me, but you are the master. You are the healer, right? You heal you, and uh, yeah. we all have that that uh, responsibility to take care of our vibration. So you maybe seem to say vibrate responsibly. That's what it is because I can't, mm-hmm. I can't manage your vibration, doctor. I can't. I can support your vibration. I can yeah. send love and light and help that, but ultimately we have to manage that, and that's just part of being being <laughs> truly being. A human yeah. on this on this on this go round. So it's really cool. And that's where our power is. That's where our power is. So when we learn these little tools and techniques to manage our energy, we can do anything we want to. And I mean that. Now is this something that just anyone can become a Reiki master? How long does it take and what's all involved yes. in this? Absolutely. Anybody can be a Reiki master. It's not this a big you know amazing thing uh, it varies for you know everybody's different right some people don't want to be a Reiki master it's just a level of attunement to where you're working with another symbol which has a different energy attached to it um, mm-hmm. you know there's various forms of energy healing so many people do energy work without quote-unquote Reiki uh, it's just a tool it's a tool to use to manage the energy so if you want to you know and that's another thing uh, labels, status, and those things are kind of big in the Western culture. So I can see where, you know, somebody wants a quote-unquote Reiki master. Uh, That doesn't mean that person can move the energy better than somebody who isn't a Reiki practitioner or maybe is a level two. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, the energy is right. It will do what it is to do. Um, So, yeah, the Reiki is the master. It, It does the job. And as a practitioner, you're just there to help facilitate that session for that person. Great, so, great. Uh, you know, yeah. I had, a, I had a, a person on, I'm not sure if you caught any of our shows in season two, but he was a dragon energy healer. Okay. I don't know. Are you, are you familiar with dragon energy at all? Uh, is that with the breath, dragon breath? Yes, no, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was so fascinated by that at that moment. And I had done yeah. some Reiki, you know, in the past and things of that nature, but I hadn't really been consistent with it. And I did a session in the Dragon Breath. It was really cool. Super cool. Um, something I had never experienced before. But, you know, I did recently just start doing work again with a Reiki master as well. And I have been seeing her more regularly, probably going mm-hmm. about every couple of weeks right now, trying to really work on some things that I've found lingering. And I have have to tell you it is truly magical um, I think again when you're ready right yeah you, you have to be open and you have to be ready for this experience and you know really ready to let whatever's going to happen happen and be open to that I yeah. leave those sessions so pure of 
you know, knowing who I am and what I'm feeling and connected back with my ancestors. There's always something that comes to me in every yeah. session. I was wondering what's the coolest thing that has happened to you in a session and what was the coolest thing that happened to a client? Oh my gosh, that is tough. And I, I always kind of dread these questions because for me as a practitioner, every session is so exciting because I have no idea what's going to happen, what's going to come through, but I, this mm-hmm. story is coming to me right now. Um, yeah. uh, a couple, uh, it's awesome. I, I see a, you know, this, I have to see a couple, a husband and wife, they come in for sessions mm-hmm. on the regular and they wanted to have another baby. And uh, during the session, grandma came through and she's holding uh-huh. the baby boy on the other side. Uh-huh. And so I said, I know we, I saw, you know, I said, uh, I described grandma. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I said, she's holding something there. Uh, and so I did, I can't remember if I had told them or not, but I, I uh, it was a boy. But anyways, they were super excited about that. And yeah, either by the next time I saw them or shortly after they had tested, they, they were pregnant or, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of aligned and it was really cool. It was a little boy. And like when I was talking to the dad, a lot of the messages that were coming through had to do with father son stuff. And I was like, oh. oh my gosh, do I share that with him or do I hold back? So I was, I, I kind of caught myself like, you know, with your next child, whereas it was kind of more like son, father son stuff you know what I mean so right. that was really cool you know um but some people have like experiences of visions of seeing these these people these moments in time that are just just blow me away I just love to hear yeah. them because they reveal what it is to be shown to them to help them break through whatever it is that may be holding them back and to keep them on that up and up and it's just it's so freaking cool. It is awesome. And um, it's a different experience for everybody, uh, even from session to session, because we're constantly changing our energies, doing different things. Uh, we're consuming different stuff. We have different uh, – everything is just different from moment to moment, right? And it's right. a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and I, I like to say we got to some guarantee because, like – something always comes in and zaps them right where they need it. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it's that beautiful of a practice, super gentle, super powerful, and super positive. And I mean, what's the love about that? Right. Yeah. I've cried yeah. in sessions. I know that yeah. I, just couldn't, I couldn't even control it. It was like something that just came over me and it needed to come out. Beautiful. And the yeah. last one, I'm not sure if you saw my story, but it was so beautiful. I was just laying there and she got, she uses shakers as well. My, my Reiki mm. master uses shakers and um, the rattle shakers. And as she was doing it, all of a sudden above me, I could see this image of this native American woman just dancing and dancing like above me. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I just got goosebumps in this moment and I was like, you know, how is she connected to me? Because obviously she is, but I didn't even, I stopped thinking because I'm such a thinker. I was like, stop thinking, just be in this moment right now. And I just let it go. And it was so amazing, you know, just that beautiful connection. Even if you can't explain what you see or what you're experiencing, it's just so nice to kind of be able to connect to that energy um, and know that you're okay. And so if any of you have never considered Reiki, I tell you, you should. And those of you who have considered it, but maybe are a little leery because you just don't know much about it, 
I'm telling you, there's no harm that will come to you in these types of sessions. It is so breathtakingly relaxing and beautiful and cathartic. Um, I said it's way better than therapy. <laughs> uh, it, it is, you know. I'll it, pay money to go to powerful. Reiki. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I was thinking of uh, that quote came to me this morning, Reiki's cheaper than therapy. And <laughs> this, you know, I don't want, I, I don't put that out there for the sense that I want people to think that I'm putting down the medical community or the psychologists or the psychotherapists right. and all the amazing things that, that people do uh, because I, I totally believe in that stuff and I support it. I really feel there's a great place with Reiki alongside of all that. It's, Absolutely. Uh, and, and you know that. I mean, you're, you're proof of that. And that's why I love what you do is because you oh, bring you. that credi- credibility both sides to these things. And that's so important. And you're a warrior of light on that. And you're spreading it. Thank you so much oh, on behalf of you. many of us energy workers. And the, the, the community in which you were educated and practice in. I mean, that's amazing that they're able to, to be open or exposed to it through you, um, which is so important. Because it is. It's super powerful. And if you ever question it, doubt it shoot me a DM call yeah. me we'll talk and something's gonna click and you're gonna feel it and it's beautiful and we all deserve to have that, that space to channel in tap in connect with the essence of who we are and it's everywhere guys i got goosebumps talking about it <laughs> you work with the energy and it works with you it's this beautiful relationship not something to be fearful of uh, and i can say that based on my experience even though like my world got tossed upside down with all this and everything mm-hmm. is like, I've done a 180 in many regards. Uh, I've never been afraid. You know, there's no fear. It's, it's beautiful surrendering. It's love. And um, yeah. it wants, to, it wants to work with you. And it, like you said earlier, it's going to keep showing you. So if you're hearing about Reiki right now, go, go consider trying it a little more strongly yeah. now. Because it keep it's going to keep coming up. You're going to hear about it again. It's going to show you something, uh, just like it kept showing you something, Doctor Renee. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's a like it, it keeps showing me uh, mediumship stuff. I've done some mediumship training. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about you know tripping out your family when you start telling them you're getting messages from their side out of the blue and whatnot. They think yeah. you're crazy. And so yeah. I shut that down for quite. a it's like we don't like that medium stuff, blah 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 blah, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I understand that, but this is what right. it is, and I, you know, the 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 clairvoyance, the clairaudience, you know, you start explaining that stuff to them, and um, the stuff that comes through, and it, I can't, I can't deny it, I can't turn it off, <laughs> you know? yeah, and I, it's beautiful, like to be able to access that energy and work with it, and make that a part of this beautiful life. It's just really super cool because we're we're body, mind, and soul, right? Body, mind, and soul. Right. We're so body, mind oriented in our culture, we brush right over the soul and the spirit a lot. And you know what? The spirit's yeah. making a run here, and the and spirit is saying, let's let's balance out this three sided thing, you know? And, yeah. Uh, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I would say to my clients, you know, when they when they talk about their anxiety and they talk about their depression, they talk about their PTSD, they talk about what other ailment, emotional condition, whatever they are suffering and experiencing, and they'll always start talking about this voice 
that they hear. You know, well, this thing is telling me this, and, th- and this thing is agitating me, and this thing is driving me crazy. I said, that thing is you. That thing is your spirit. That thing has been yelling at you for how many years right now because you're not allowing it to live the life that it, you have been destined for. Your dharma has called you for how long you have found yes. yourself in these other circumstances, no judgment whatsoever, but your spirit is the voice, right? Because people talk about the soul and the spirit, and they get those confused. And, you know, we know the soul right. is just that laid back kind of thing. Just go with it. Hey, I'm here, right? But the spirit is the one that gets agitated. The spirit is the one that knows best for you. And that's why I love in these sessions, if you are going to come into contact with spirit, it's going to be in a Reiki session. And it's going to tell you exactly what you need to be doing, you know, be more gentle in life. You know, I kind of was thinking, you know, with this woman coming forward to me, this Native American woman, you know, I realized that I was getting too bombarded in the rigidity of life again. You know, I was building this curriculum and I was doing this and I was doing that. And I wasn't taking time to just really spend time, like you said, on self-care with me. That was going by the wayside. I even realized my daughter, who's now a tween, you know, getting older, having more emotional needs. She's kind of isolating, you know. She's in a room. She's on her phone. She's doing her stuff. And I'm busy, so I'm just kind of negating that. And next thing I know, I said, no, no, you got to stop this. This is the call of the woman back to the maternal goddess telling you to go to your daughter right now. That's what I really think that message was. And I remember laying with her in my bed that night, telling her what I was afraid of as she got older. And we both just held each other. We were both crying, you know, and it was so beautiful, right, to just be in these moments. And it was Reiki that Uh, brought me to that experience. I'm like, yes. Oh, that's so good. And I'm lit up like a Christmas tree. I got goosebumps. (laughs) So, but that's it, you know, and I can can, uh, relate with you on that as a parent especially as a father of daughters to be able to have that Mm. connection with them and tune into them or even do the hands-on healing with them and touch them appropriately um, or show them what that's about. Uh, It's beautiful. And um, I think the kid, well, two of them three really enjoy it. (laughs) You got to have one, right? That's not too keen with it. And that's cool. Um, But it's, it's so cool to have that uh, tool, if you will, in the, in the, parenting toolbox um, yeah. and, and way to honor that message that came through. And that's exactly it. Cause we put so much on our plate ahead of yeah. ourselves and you put yourself uh, ahead of the other stuff to get that session and get, get that message through and look what it did. Right. And that's, that, yeah. that's a building block of so many things in your relationship. What your daughter got to learn from that experience and how she can emote communicate with you and you'll get that back tenfold. Um, but yeah, give that self care, right? A yeah, one hour absolutely. a day, one hour a day. It's hard to do for anyone. It's 5%, it's 5% of the day. Yeah. And you don't have to do right. it all at once, right? I mean, you could do 15 in the morning and yeah. a half hour here and 15 here. And yeah, now yeah. it's, it's, it's like religion for me. You know, I'm, I'm not the greatest at getting to meditate, but I'm getting back sure. to that, which feels wonderful to be back doing that. I see my daughter just jumps right in. No big deal. Me, I'm oh, I got to find time, but you know, following yeah. their lead is really beautiful. But, you know, I was thinking too, in these experiences, whatever they open up for us, right? Sometimes it shows us to our greatest fear and it shows us to the thing that is 
just supposed to be at the forefront of whatever work we're supposed to be doing right now. And I find a lot of people just are so afraid of facing that. But I'm telling you, like, if you're ready to do that, that's where your greatest transformation is going to come from. It is going to come from finally facing it, saying, all right, I'm going to look at you. I'm going to accept you as is. And this is what we're going to do. And you know, you sort of surrender, as you said, and just lay it down. And sometimes your life will be turned upside down like yours was, mine was, um, you know, and we find ourselves doing different things, but the benefit of it is so profound. So I'm wondering, you know, you mentioned with your two daughters who are, you know, accepting of this, do they do anything in their own healing practice? Absolutely. I driving home the other day and my daughter says, dad, I had a headache in class and I raked it away in like a minute. So like, it just came out of the blue. And she's like, I had my, I was resting my head in my hand like this. Nobody knew what I was doing, but it went away in like a minute. And I was like, oh, yeah. But that, you know, that's beautiful. And I see like my youngest, she's only six, but I see how she works. Like when people come over, she's, mm-hmm. she's very connected. I always kid that she brought energy to me because this kid's pretty dialed in. Blessing mm-hmm. and a curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, exactly. You know, it's going to be an energy management thing with her. And, uh, it's going to be a challenge, but we're going to, we're going to work with her on it. Um, but uh, it's just that level of understanding and compassion they have that I don't, right. I know I, I either had, or I, I suppress because, you know, as a young boy, if you're told I had a big sister and I love her, but she told me I was too sensitive all the time. So mm. I shut that shit down. Sorry, I cussed. Yeah. Um, I, I shut it no, down. No, it's okay. You know, I didn't speak yeah. my truth because, you know, I had throat chakra block until I was 42, and I'm still clearing it this day. On this, I mean, right now is proof, right? Right. <laughs> I haven't stopped right. talking about this since this happened a couple of years ago because uh, the energy cleared that for me and allowed me to be who I am, which is yeah awesome, right? Like to be who you are and, and love that and accept that, even though you know you're not perfect or whatever the hell that is supposed to look like and is and isn't. Who knows? It's just acceptance, and um, you know, the more we are able to accept as is, not what it is, because when you say what, you're judge, you're putting something to it, you're attaching yeah. a, a something to it. But when you you're able to say it is as it is, it just is, and you get to accept it and love it and work with it and create whatever you want. Yeah, so, and uh, you know, you remind me of I was watching a live, and I love these younger generation of individuals who are already doing this work and who are coaching yes. and doing these kinds of things. And it's beautiful. And this is no judgment whatsoever. So don't hear it as such followers. But <laughs> I will say this, that I wish they were just out living. You know, I was listening to this young True. guy and he was talking about all these things and he was, you know, sort of reiterating words of experts and this and that. And I was like, ah, oh. you know, I love that he's in tuned with this desire, right, to want to teach right. and to do this work for the collective. But, you know, my heart was yearning as a mom and, and also, you know, a 40 something, you know, saying, oh, just kid, go out and travel, go out in the world, go out and check in once a month. Don't do these things every single day and, yes. you know, really kind of find yourself. So I think it's people are diving into this love of, you know, working for the collective and, and helping transform the energy into positive. Sometimes we think it's all ours to take on, as you shared earlier. And sometimes we're supposed to still live our own life. We're supposed to go out and still gain our own experiences and do the things that we're destined to do and then figure out how to bring it back to the others. And, you know, that's my wish, I think, for the younger generation right now is that they don't get bombarded down in the work 
right now because there's going to be so many years to do that. But, right. you know, do it, play with it, but still work and love and live your own life because how many of us probably didn't do that, you know, at that age. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's beautiful to hear your kids being able to do that. So as we're kind of wrapping up here, I wanted to, I always ask this question at the end of every interview, but, you know, what do you really hope, thinking about a legacy kind of aspect here, what impact do you really hope that the work that you're doing is having on this world? Oh, wow. I mean, that's a huge question, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and I trust the energy enough to let it just do what it is to do and use me as a vessel to do whatever that is, which is helping people connect in with themselves and understand who, who they are, perhaps what the purpose is, and then take that out in the world because that will travel, that goes, that will set somebody else off and that somebody will set somebody else off and it's just going to keep going. So it's one soul at a time. Every interaction is the most important interaction in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly believe that because there's a reason I'm in that moment in time with that energy that I'm with. And yeah. uh, I feel that if I'm able to give it what it, what I am to give it, it will carry and do what it is to do, whether it's right here uh, overseas, whether it's, you know, the guy across the street when I just say good morning to him, even though he doesn't want to look at me in the face, uh, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, you're going to get love and you're going to, Take it and use it however you want it. And um, that's contagious, and we need more of it. So everything's going to be positive, and it just goes like that. It's contagious. And um, yeah. um, there's, an, there's enough of the negative forces out there trying to detract and go the other direction, yeah. but you cannot stop this, and we're doing it, and this is a part of it, and we're spreading it to raise the vibration of the collective consciousness, the planet, however you want to want to put it because we're in a state of correction at the moment and I'm happy to be a part of that and it's continuous right we're always healing and we need to be reminded this is not like oh you went to a Reiki guy and you're good for you know no things are this is life and okay and things are going to go up they're going to come down but understanding that will allow you to uh, be able to live your life and not get caught in those ruts, which are, they're always common. They're always there, but it's how you get out of them and, you know, get the wisdom from it and pass that on and don't carry the baggage because it gets heavy. It gets heavy. Life gets, can get heavy. We got to keep it light. It's it's love. So I love what you said. Yeah, it is a cumulative effect, right? And into transforming this energy and the healing of the world, because as you said, there's there's a lot of negativity, and, and that negativity is nothing more than just energy that's in the wrong direction, right? And so Correct. if people do more of this work and transforming that energy, which you can do, I mean, just think again about how much positivity we're reading out into the universe, that we're actually helping those who are still asleep, right? We can't force them into their awakening. We can't push them into their awakening. They exist at the level of consciousness they're in at this moment in time, just like we did at certain moments. We weren't always awake. And so I think that, you know, it's it's one of those ones to remove that judgment, kind of just come to that place of peace, knowing that he's doing what he's supposed to be doing at this moment, and she is doing what she's supposed to be doing. And once they get to that place, they will. They'll do what we're doing. And all we can keep doing is keep doing our work 
and just pray and hope and, you know, all those kinds of things. So my friend. Vibrate responsibly, right? I love that. I love that. It's like, it's really funny. It's like, not to sound crazy, but on the end of revolution, we go in every direction. So, you know, I was like, I had this flashback to the eighties to like the, the condom commercials when they first came out, it was like this big taboo thing. And all of a sudden I just saw like vibrate responsibly with like, you know, something from the eighties. It was hilarious. Right. Okay. We don't, we don't want to put that on bumper stickers. We don't want that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it has been an absolute pleasure being here with you today. And thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and your, your time and healing others. We really appreciate it. Can you tell the listeners how they can find you? Thank you so much, Dr. Renee. It's been a pleasure, and I love uh, connecting with you, whether it's on the show or through Instagram. Your energy is amazing, and I appreciate you. what you do. Uh, you want to connect with me, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Higher Vibrations, H-Y-R Vibrations, or HigherVibrations.com, or call 602-770-9397. You can even text me, and I'll fire you back, and you'll feel the energy. <laughs> And, you know, we'll see what's up with that. And I'd love to help you uh, in any way, shape, or form, whether it's a question, whether you want a session, let's let's do it. And it's a beautiful thing. I love you guys. Awesome. And do you have any upcoming shows, any events, anything like like that oh, that you want to go ahead gosh, and put out? Thank you so much. I, sure. Right? So there's this men's retreat, uh, June 28th through 30th. Oh, yeah, in New York, in, right? In upstate New York. It's a beautiful yeah. place. It's a, a place it's very special to me. This opportunity came through spirit <laughs> not long ago. You uh-huh. talk about things coming together. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. If you can get up there, let's do it. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be, mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing. And I can't wait. I got goosebumps right now because it's It's lit. It's lit. And it's going to be a life changing experience. And I can't wait. We're, we're just getting started. We're going to do them worldwide. We're getting started the New York find me. or if you're local in Phoenix we've got a, a Reiki infused sound healing at Totem Yoga in Phoenix on March May 31st or you can find me on the last Saturdays of every month at everything just rocks in Tempe I do readings uh, on energy healing or whatever you'd like energy Very because nice. we move it and it's beautiful thank you for letting me uh. share that that, that men's retreat sounds really special. That's really fantastic. Ooh, and I have to tell yeah. you, the sound sound healing is near and dear to my heart. I've actually just been recently studying some of that. I just bought my own sound bowls yesterday. I'm, I saw oh, I got my, yeah. my little notice that they were shipping because they're coming from really far away. And Yay. I was like, oh, I can't wait to start this. So, yeah, oh, super cool yeah. stuff, guys. Check in it with is. Reiki Joe. My brother here, I'm telling you, you will love every minute of all the work that he's doing. So follow him in every um, media that you can possibly to do that. And also, again, if you haven't done Reiki, get your butt out there now. I'm telling you, you are going to love it, and you will never look back. So thank you again, uh, Joe. We love you. You're welcome here in the Inner Revolution you. anytime. Oh, heck yeah. I love you, Dr. Renee. Thank you. Namaste, everyone. Woo. Namaste. And thank you, everyone, for listening every single week here on the Inner Revolution Show. We will be back again next week with a wonderful session, more healing to come. We'll talk to you soon.
Thank you for listening to the Inner Revolution Radio Show. If you haven't already done so, check us out on iTunes. And also check out our website at www.transcendentheart.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Dr. Renee One Life. Have yourself an amazing week. 